and the threats to our nations, they don't sleep. They're watching our every move. Iran, Russia, China, North Korea, ISIS, Al-Qaeda. They may be watching this right now. Our military should not be mistaken for a cable news gab fest show. We don't care what you look like. We don't care who you voted for, who you worship, what you worship, who you love. It doesn't matter if your dad left you millions when he died or if you knew who your father was. We have been honed into a machine of lethal moving parts that you would be wise to avoid if you know what's good for you. We will not be intimidated. We will not back down. We've seen war. We don't want war. But if you want war with the United States of America, there's one thing I can promise you, so help me God. Someone else will raise your son. back to another episode of the truth and transparency podcast with your host brother x and the amazing the awesome the crazy the will i don't know the culture scientist you ran out of steam at the end didn't you yeah i did that just a little no it's hard huh nicknames ain't that easy is it first off mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure you'd be thinking of nicknames all day no every day no it'd be coming off the dome man mm-hmm. i'm okay. so serious well yeah that's true because you start repeating them Hey, I told you, if it comes to my mind, I'm going to say it. Right. I'm real Ron Burgundy with this shit. All right, so you're going to give everybody nicknames today? Uh, we'll see how I'm feeling today. Who, know, who knows, man? Some people might be in that line, in the path of shots, but we'll see. I wasn't even doing nicknames. I was doing adjectives. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good joke. I just wanted to point that out. I'm sorry. I love you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on. And here on the Truth and Transparency podcast, we talk openly, honestly honestly about everything in between why people can't get right why people don't have cool why some people have blue rooms and blue blankets and looking like the cookie monster uh you are in a blue room yes so we want to make sure we thank all of our guests and uh, everyone else who all of our listeners for supporting us in here in this podcast we are on seven different podcasting platforms with over two thousand plays and downloads across the podcasting platforms so shout out to you guys um thank you Mr. Smith will talk about a little bit about that when he talks, introduces himself. But uh, first and foremost, I want to make sure we introduce our guest. First and foremost, we're going to introduce him like a guest pastor. Um, this man has blessed us, allowing us to be our first, um, our first guest visit to his church, with, aka, aka his podcast, uh, K3D The Pro from the Chaotic Culture Podcast. My man has phenomenal content talking about the culture and everything in between uh go ahead and introduce yourself good morning ladies and gentlemen uh thank you thank you brother x for that wonderful introduction uh, mm-hmm. i bring you greetings from the chaotic culture podcast the pod where chaos rules and black culture is elevated and embraced uh, i go by ked the pro aka k3d the pro aka the calculator millennial the cutlass diamond aka the pushing on my buttons in my cutlass uh doing it big once again from VA is where I stay, but 843 is me, born and raised in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, once again, thank you for having me on this wonderful platform of yours. Uh, I can't wait to get into the topics that we got going on today. Seems like today is going to be a pretty fun episode. You're right, man. We're we, we going to get some stuff, man. The, we was talking pre-show, and oh boy, uh, 
Some people's feeling might get hurt. Um, some things is going to be said, and we're just going to move on about it. So we mm. also have – I'm sorry? No, nothing. I was agreeing with you, bro. Just, just keep okay. moving. <laughs> All right, so um, next we have um, the Stepstool uh, Tycoon, the um, Blueberry Queen, the Blueberry <laughs> Muffin Connoisseur, the 59 inches of fluff and fun, the uh, Cheetah Girl Print Chapter President. Uh, Queen C, introduce yourself. I can't stand you. That's why you be sitting just, down? Exactly, because I can't stand you. But are you sure you ain't standing up right now, though? Shut up. All right, carry Shut on. Up. Anyway, before we get too out of hand, it's your girl back again, Queen C, 51 and a half inches of fluff, fun, fragrant, flagrancy, and whatever the hell else apparently Brother X can think of at this point. You're welcome. All right, next we have um, the back alley COVID shuffler. <laughs> There's Joy, introduce yourself. That's it. I, one hit a quarter. I'm sorry. Well, goddamn, I get the back alley coach. <laughs> What's up, y'all? This is the Tweedledee, you know? <laughs> oh, now you want to use it. When I say it, it's rude. <laughs> this is Twerk Song Park <laughs> Hey, y'all. It's Nurse Joy. How y'all doing? Hey, sis. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> right, of course, I will be remiss. The man behind the scenes, Doug Demadone, Michael Blackson's long-distant cousin, aka Michael Smith's stunt double, aka Darkwing Duck, aka Fibles Goes West, the remix, aka the Satin Durag Assassin, aka the Crab, <laughs> the Blue Crab Crabbler, the Mr. <laughs> LeBron James stuntman. Mr. Smith, introduce yourself. One, if I was LeBron James stunt man, I had that motherfucker's talent. I don't even, there's nothing else I got to say about that. I would be dunking on everybody. Secondly, you slipping, man. You slipping. I might have to get rid of it, man. I'm, 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 this, 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 strike two, three strikes, you got life. Oh, no, but, don't worry about it, man. If, if it gets that bad again, I'm just going to cut it. If nothing okay. else, we're just going to cut it from the show. Oh, 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 I got it. Go ahead and put the timestamp right here. <laughs> um, and number three, and most importantly, it's your favorite fed's favorite fed, Mr. Smith, also known as the sound by Poppy, also known as Mr. And I want to thank all the listeners for the plays, the comments, the subscriptions. Keep feeding us, and we'll keep feeding y'all. And just a small, itty bitty bitty little rant. Um, listeners, you're gonna hear a sound clip. And from there, I'm just going to tell you my thoughts on it. Now with the Russians marching in, it's changed uh, the calculus entirely. Uh, tens of thousands of people have tried to uh, flee the city. There will be many more. People are hiding out in bomb shelters. But this isn't a place, with all due respect, um, you know, like Iraq or Afghanistan that has seen conflict raging for decades. You know, this is a relatively civilized uh, relatively European, I have to choose those words carefully too, uh, city where you wouldn't expect that or hope that it's going to happen. So it's partly human nature, but they are not in denial. 
So what you just heard was basically a news station talking about how Ukraine is basically not, well, not, I wouldn't say prepared, but more so they are not ready for a war with Russia, right? But the way they described Ukraine was like, this is not a third world developed country. Look at these blonde hair, blue eyed, you know, people, they like, I don't understand how this is happening. People, Afghanistan ain't really, I ain't gonna say that. But there's a lot of African countries that you always say are third world that they're really much more advanced than you. And the racism was showing in true definition on every news station where people are talking about, I don't understand, you know, why would you go against your own kind? White people, you have done this since you discovered America. And I put that in air quotes. You have done this since you have annexed and brought nothing but disease and plague to everywhere that you've gone. Look up Black Plague. Look um, up Trail of Tears. It, wow, I was gonna, I was gonna, you know what? Screw it. it, it, it everybody's getting shot. Uh, you know, so listen, anybody can get it, and Putin is letting you know anybody can get it. Now, do we agree with them? Absolutely not. But we also can't support y'all for blocking our black brothers and sisters from train stations trying to leave Ukraine, and you're talking about only Ukrainians. I didn't know Ukrainians was a skin color. I thought that was, you know, where you're from. And, you know, so like I, I, black people are from Ukraine too, but uh, people get your life together. That just just get your life together, and uh, yeah, Putin ain't fucking around. He 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 ain't fucking around. He oh. he pretty much he pretty much he's he having a swinging contest right now. He's saying mine's bigger. What you got to say? Yo, my man is a real life Marvel villain. He is. He is that well. I ain't gonna give him. I know he ain't Thanos. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> I ain't gonna give him Thanos. Nah, nah. I, I'm about to say he, <laughs> he he might be Ultron. Me, me. I can I can yeah. I'll give you Ultron because he will he will throw a whole daggone country to other people. So yeah, I'll give you Ultron. Okay. But yeah, that 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 just I just had to get that off my chest because uh, right after Black History Month, this is what we doing. Yeah. See, funny enough, you mentioned that. Um, this is another thing that I need to get off my chest. So um, apparently, those in the Black community are familiar with a certain um, clothing brand by the name of Fubu. For us, by us. So um, this is happening right after or at the end of Black History Month. It was like, they just couldn't just hold off maybe one more day. Uh, Mrs. Smith, can you pull up the picture for our guest? Sure can. Go ahead while I pull this up. Uh, so... Apparently, there is a um, collaboration between FUBU and a certain brand, if I'm not mistaken. And it's just, I, I, just, just pull up the picture. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't even speak. I don't have words. Oh, no, I can, I can help you with it. Um, it just exactly proves my point earlier. White people are not creative enough to come up with their own stuff. They have to annex the stuff that we already did. We have discovered FUBU a long time ago. Hence the name, for us, by us. So why all of a sudden are you saying, you know what, we're gonna come up with FUBU and we are going to uh, take it with the rest of the, with the rest of our collection. Like that's not y'all, anybody that grew up, anybody that's a millennial, I'm gonna call it with it. Anybody that's a millennial know what FUBU is. And it, I, I don't I don't understand why they just they just thought that this was a good idea. Like I don't I don't know what they were thinking with that, but 
I, I can't see it. I, I, I really can't see it. And so listeners, I am showing, I'm getting ready. Well, as I should say, I am showing one specific outfit that is a correlation on Forever 21's oh. website with the food <laughs> label. It's clearly food. Well, because Forever 21 is doing this thing where they're going like back in the 90s and taking clothing from the 90s and acting like it's clearly their own. And, but this is clearly like, what the fuck? Uh, so, but what? I mean, you could have went to, you could have went to, I don't know, Nike, at least. I mean, even champs. Champs, like, champs, champs. have been making a, cl- uh, a comeback. Um, just, this is a lot. You could have went to Jay-Z and said, hey, let's do this. No, but on top of that, there was, oh, I'm sorry, Quincy, go ahead. Um, I just want to say the model looked like Nick Cannon from Love Don't Cost a Thing. And why did they fresh? Why did they brush out his baby hairs? Why did they look so rough? Look at that. He came fresh off the set from the Deer movie. <laughs> no, <That's> no. <laughs> I, I'm gonna call it what it is. That man went to supercuts for that lineup. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, that is all facts. This man <laughs> looked like all facts. <laughs> this man looked like Omarion, and you got served. Oh see, guys, I, I have a comment on pictures? this particular I I, picture. I, 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 <laughs> say that again. I, I said I have a comment on this particular picture because at least, at least you know, despite the fact that the man's lineup is trash, and <laughs> despite the fact that I, he, he looked like Nick Cannon, um, oh, I will God. say I'm just oh, glad God. that Buddy is black because the pictures that we I saw on Twitter, ugh, let's just say I was very very disappointed in the models that they chose to, I guess, celebrate this Fubu. Uh, collection under Forever 21. It just, it, it really, really bothered me that they could not find uh, black models for that particular picture. They were all non-people of color. So, buddy, buddy, buddy right. you missed that. Mr. Smith, do you happen to have that picture? Oh. I am. I'm, I'm bringing it up as we speak. So you keep going. Oh. I got that, you. Because when I saw that picture, I was like, when the hell did FUBU stop being for us? No, she like looked like the little white girls it, that showed up in um, You Got Served. It didn't need to come back if it's not for us. They look like Zoe from the Proud family wearing FUBU. No. They look like Step mm. Up. I'm also thinking about John Line. Dog, there, there is a lot of 90s things that came from FUBU. They look uh, like they came from the set of glitter. Goddamn. Mm. Or is, honey. He look, is he looking in the picture in, in that one in the corner? Uh, I know you're doing a lot, Mr. Smith. Can you pull that part I up? I know I'm asking a lot. I'm just curious. Oh, he's looking. Oh. I at least was going to give him. He said, oh, I'm not going to look that at boy him. Like I, Chad, I'm going to take this Wait a minute. And I'm going to do these poses. But I ain't going to look in the camera. But he looked. Like, dog. He looked like, yeah, Chad Ochocinco mixed with Travis Scott. Oh, my God. That is ASAP Rocky. Rihanna, get your man. Oh, don't know. No, no. Well, um, there comes a time in every podcast where I go ahead and say, uh, Miss Smith, go ahead and put the gunshots in right here. Okay, carry on. <laughs> um, but <laughs> listeners, just know it's oh my goodness, it, it's crazy what you're seeing here, what we're seeing on the screen. So while we're gonna move past that, I actually want to make sure that I actually talk about something from the 90s, which is um the rapper, the connoisseur of Holiday Inns. Um, Holiday. 
the man, the what legend. What you doing? <laughs> Chilling at the holiday. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was my song. Um, so there was a picture on a certain uh, individual. Uh, Coach Scientist, can you read this real quick? Oh, I hate this name. Esther Lauder. Or Esty. Thank you. You know I can't see. Um, you be having them Coke bottles. Eat. Shut up. You the one who never mind. You, you know I'm glad it's bad. I'll admit that. Don't get it twisted. Senior has been fired after posting this meme on his Instagram. He was making nearly 10 million a year. He posted an apology saying he didn't read it before posting. Mm. Hold on, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm gonna read, Mrs. Smith. You know what part to bleep and then continue. Okay, carry on. Oh, cause you know I'm gonna read it. Yes, of course. Ron, Bar- Ron Burgundy in this piece. Yes. All right. So, um, this is a Sesame Street book cover, and it says it's a clearly a meme. And it says, "My nigga Snuffy done got the Rona at Chingy's concert at a Chingy concert. Poor, poor man." So, so th- th- here's my thing. One, <laughs> Chingy probably also was like, dog, I haven't been relevant who knows how long. Why are you bringing me in this? Like, why am I trending this? Like, like what? What is this? I do have a question. Yeah. yeah. That was a, my other, I have multiple comments. Okay. Yes, but why? Because Chingy was just chilling. Like, like, like all he's trying to do is make these residual monies and try to have a living so he can be right there. Right there, right there. Uh, Mrs. Smith? Chingy saw this and said, finally, someone made me relevant. Now, can you come get me out this goddamn holiday inn? I've been in here for so long. Um, but, <laughs> yes, First off, two points to Mr. Smith. That was funny. Yeah. Um, so I feel like the, the meme would have been funnier if Chingy actually had posted it. But... Um, <laughs> I got I got uh, two things outside of that. One, Estee Lauder is is y'all niggas hiring? <laughs> it seemed like you got a vacancy available. Ma'am, uh, we <laughs> I, I don't knock the hustle, but ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> and two, uh, your former senior executive looks like Muck the Pokemon. I'm sorry, it's facts. Dog, he, he built real egg like. He built I'm, like execute. I'm. I'm <laughs> So this happened, oh, the last day. Yes, the, the last, last day. The last day. So, you know, I have to say, mm-hmm. these big companies, they say, look, we are not trying to fuck around with you guys. Listen, <laughs> listen. Like, chill. Like, why? Chill. Do, you, do you not understand what these Twitter streets are doing? Where does this voice come from? I don't know. I'm thinking about... George Bush a little bit, a little bit of Clinton. That is a that is a joke. A little bit of country. My what I think white people sound like sometimes in my head with a little bit of Karen. <laughs> you just going okay. Uh, you asked kid the pro. Uh, go ahead. What a, a hilarious way to fumble the bag. Ten million dollars a year. A year? Come on, dude. I, I I don't know. Maybe maybe a lot of people don't have uh, common sense anymore or what my friend calls <laughs> Please be sure that you beat that out. 
<laughs> but it's just like, yo, $10 million. And you should definitely have, before you post anything, I'm, I'm sure that everybody needs to at least look when you repost a meme or, or do anything of that nature, especially when you know that you are a big company executive for especially a, a billion dollar company that, that focuses on makeup products and um and skincare like everybody is going to see this so naturally if you don't read what the actual meme says and mind you if you see an n-word or something that starts with an n and is beat out that probably means that you shouldn't post it especially if you are of the uh, caucasian persuasion but but i mean fair play to him i, I thought the meme was pretty funny but I, I just I, I don't know how you fumble ten million dollars like that, bro. Like you always just have to be cognizant of what you are posting on social media, and this is example number one, the perfect example of what not to do when you are in a position of power and you fumble the bag for for lack of a better term. Um, Mr. Smith, before you go, um, you know my favorite phrase nowadays is um, "fuck around and find out." Mm-hmm. Keep posting the memes. Keep mm-hmm. posting the memes. You're going to fuck around and find out. You're going to lose the bag. Yup. But, but what I don't understand uh-huh. for the umpteenth time, uh-huh. dear white people. Love that show, yes. Listen, not, watch the show, white people. You know, that might help a little bit. But how many times does a, does a rich, wealthy, Caucasian persuasion person mm-hmm. have to lose a job mm-hmm. for being racist? In this, like, how many times? I mean, clearly, we don't we don't learn our lessons ever. Just okay. saying, mm-hmm. but if, like, this is not the first time this has happened. You clearly, this is like over and over, and this is written like for a child. Mm-hmm. For example, it says he was making nearly ten million. He posted an apology saying he did not read it. It was like he was dumb. He is now broke. Who freaking who? Now, Mr. Smith, I want to make sure I give you a chance to give your point. I I just wanted to make sure that I emphasize uh, KD Pro on his point. And listeners, if you want to listen to what I'm about to say again, check out his podcast, season three, episode 13. Hint, hint. Um, <clears throat> so on that episode, I said, think, think again, think a third time before you do it. In this case, look, look again, look a third time, proofread it, make sure you, you remember what they used to say at school, before you turn in this paper, proofread your work, show your work, make sure, write your name on the thing, make sure that you know what it is. I don't know when it became a time to where people just blindly retweet stuff without looking at it. It, Like, when did we get to a point where we're not even checking our own stuff? Uh... And especially... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead, finish. No, I'm about to say, especially if you are not of melanin descent and you know there are certain words you can't say, why would you not check? As he said, if it starts with the end and it looks like he's about to be bleeped out, why? You already know it's going to be a firestorm. And, and like uh, culture scientist said, he was making 10, nearly 10 million a year. Clap, clap, bravo. It sucks for him, but he did the action and with action comes consequence. So in the immortal words of Brother X, he fucked around and found out. Thank you. Um, so, literally, ultimately, I think with this, 
I'm gonna say this because as I look at it from just a me perspective and being black and all that other stuff, the pro the thing is, it goes pretty point. It's like certain jokes just you're not allowed to say certain jokes, and ultimately, I'm not gonna lie. I would be well, I would be lying if I said that if a black person posted this, nothing would have been said. Niggas would have laughed. We would have retweeted it and kept it pushing. Yeah, because we get it. Because we understand the cultural references and the basis behind it. Stay in your lane. Basically. That joke ain't meant for you. But I will say he did, from what I read with the apology, it did seem reasonable. He did seem like he, uh, he took ownership of it. So it wasn't like he was like, oh my goodness, it was by accident. Someone had to ha hack my phone, whatever the case may be. That's good. So he took accountability of it, which ultimately at the end of the day, that's all we can ask for. Right. Well, no, I'm sorry. That's not all we can ask for. That's the bare minimum what we can ask for. The I'm sorry. I was, gonna, I was gonna say what I would say is like a good neighbor, stay in your lane. That's all I have to say on that one. Cut and print. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna move into our next segment, which is now mind you. Now, mind you is actually in a point. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm very rude. I, I forgot. Culture scientist, did you have something for other people about streaming this week? I did, I did, I did. So okay. this week, I finally decided to start watching HBO on my phone. Mm -hmm. And I jumped into the Gilead Age, which was very fascinating because, you know, I like time pieces and things. I can't yes. help myself. And because for some reason, again, I'm still very mad about Outlander not being fully available with season five on Netflix. But anyway. So I found this Gilead Age, and it's about um, the American age, Gilead Age of the, ah, can't talk today, was a period of immense economic change, great conflict between the old ways and brand new systems, and the huge fortunes were made and lost. In 1882, young Marion Brock moves from rural Pennsylvania to New York City after the death of her father to live with her aunts. Basically, what happens is these it's old New York against new New York and they're battling it out in the 1880s, basically. And you get to see the coming of New York building. And it's kind of actually kind of cool to see like New York when it was bare nothing. Mm. Think about it that way. This is on HBO. Um, it's about, it's a couple of seasons. I think it's like three seasons so okay. far. Well, yeah, check it out. And thank you again, Culture Scientist, for your streaming recommendations. So no now I can, I'm, I apologize for interrupting you and not saying your segment at first. Okay. See, I'm trying to make sure I show accountability on the podcast just so that everybody knows what accountability sounds like. All right. So we're going to move into our next segment, which is now Mind You. And now Mind You is a segment where we talk about things that in a Black person's story that are key or vital or things that will cause you to pause and find very vital to the storytelling process. So the first one... Um, I'm just going to have a go scientist read this because this has become a very fun game for me. Um, can you read that in, uh, that 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 capture for me? You just want me to read words. It's long and annoying. Hold well, on. I mean, you don't want with all the degrees. Imagine <sighs> just going to sip the drink right on the podcast. I did. Wow. Don't worry. It's just body armor. Wow. I don't mean to be rude, but hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I have thoughts. Um, uh, an Iranian man shoved double-A batteries in his penis had to be removed from his perineum. Per, per, perineum? Perineum. I, I was about to say, we're going to go with that. Go ahead, read. An Iranian man 
went to the emergency room after he shoved double A batteries in his penis and got stuck. The man's case was documented in a medical journey journal, Urology Case Reports. The 49-year-old went into the hospital in Tehran, Tehran, is that yes. how you say that? Yes. Where Tehran. he told doctors, Tehran, okay. Where he told doctors that he had a battery in his penis for the last 24 hours. Reports the New York Post. He added that the battery was giving him a recurrence of obstruct, obstructive and irritating urinary symptoms, including dysuria, decreased urinary force. You mean, so dysuria and decreased urinary force? Sorry. He had a drip drip is what he had. Basically. He also said that it burned every every time he tried to pee. Well, duh. He, be, he peed battery acid is what he's peeing. My dude. Okay. In the midst of doctors analyzing this bizarre incident, the patient never told them why, because I was been wondering, he put the batteries in his penis in the first place. He has no history of mental illness. Well, that's good to know. The New York Post reports. X-ray shows severe and progressive scarring in his urethra, of course. A buildup of scar tissue may have been triggered by battery chemicals or or, or repeated, uh, you know, input batteries, just saying. Mm -hmm. In order to prevent permanent damage, the battery was removed. Did I miss? Okay. The battery was moved by, by slicing the man's perineum, which is the area between the penis and the anus. The gooch, as you would have it. Oh, you know, sometimes when people lit. You're not wrong. His urethra was repaired with a skin graft that was taken from inside of his of his cheeks and lips. <laughs> the news outlet reports after three weeks of observation period, the man fully recovered. So we never got down to why this man put double A batteries in his penis. Is it a fetish? Is it like my strange addiction on USA is that USA or TLC? TLC. You know, they both got them strange shows. No. I have so many freaking questions. I'm trying to work on my cussing, guys. Um, I'm going to let other... Can Nurse Joy go first? Yes, yeah, yes, the nurse. We need the medical expert on this. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I, we, I there's like, a reason why I brought you on I the show. Like, yes, yes, yes. Carry on, carry on. I feel on. like yes, if, yes. This, if you were the, the doctor, mm -hmm. if you were the nurse, mm -hmm. that this happened to. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I, you know, first off, I would. I can just imagine you telling us this story. I feel like we would. You would have the same face you have right now. It's like, let me this say what this, this nigga did. This is something yeah. normal. So, like, tell us, nurse. This is what they do. This is people's weird fixations. They put pencils up there. They put whatever they can to fit in the hole. And I don't understand because the hole. So, I mean, I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mrs. Smith, hold on. You know that's the clip right there, right? Oh <laughs> yes. Anyway. <laughs> so this, is, this is what they do. But do you actually, but do you get to find out why? 
Yes, because some of them, okay, well, a lot of prisoners put stuff up their penis so they could go to the hospital and they could get taken out of the jail, prison, whatever, get a, a sandwich, some grape juice, apple juice, whatever the case may be. Um, but then people, the outsiders, the regular civilians, they do that for sexual fixation. They want to feel the pressure in their penis. So they put the shit up there. Why don't you put it up your booty hole? It's easy. Because it's the whole, the whole wait, small- wait. Mrs. Smith, <laughs> cut this. Cut. Cut. Cut this. Why? We're talking, it, it relates. You put a sound effect or something. Cut. <laughs> I, I, but I'm, I'm not no, even trying it's, to. No, it's, it's a fair question. I'm not yeah. even trying to be funny. Like, biologically, I'm thinking how stuff works. Because drugs like, go in the booty hole and then in the pee pee hole, that's where everything else goes. Uh, Queasy, we're just gonna just <laughs> first off, cultured scientist. Why? This is how my mind works. Why? This is why uh, she's my person. We have the same very, mind. Very I, evident. I stay silent on some things. I I just keep some things in my brain. Okay. So. The question I had of how it ended up in in the perineum got answered in the story, but. I, I need this man to understand this is not how a battery operated boyfriend works. This, this, this is not it. This, uh, no. Uh, Ow. I like that was a good one. So before I let anyone else go, um, listeners, if you haven't heard, I forget which episode it is. Mr. Smith might, be, might remember. There was another story that we talked about. Apparently a young teenager boy or teenage age boy um and a usb cable just know that it was very slim in the story and it was just really ugh. so um i wasn't on that one uh you, you weren't nope you, you definitely were mm -mm. you had the same reaction Did mrs I? smith insert the clip here please do <laughs> i'm gonna listen to this part y'all making me work tonight jesus you don't have to you can just tell me and i'll go back and we'll, we'll, we'll get the clip to it well, at least you're not battery powered, so. All right, uh, kid, the pro, you had you had some uh, you had some reactions that I want you to at least speak your piece on. At I promise you, we are not this ignorant all the time. Just sometimes. Um, man, look, just hearing the story and seeing the story that really really just made me want to protect myself because i'm just sitting here like yo i would never do such things but it boils down to the why and the how because looking at this i'm just like of all things that you would i know that some people have certain i guess kinks and fetishes and things that get them off and whatnot um as far as like regular people but a battery of all things that just it just sounds too painful for me to even kind of put into words right now i'm just that's that's pretty much what my reaction is like, like i don't see how people can mistreat themselves this way and i would never put myself through that kind of torture or punishment but to those who do i mean i ain't gonna say more power to you i'm gonna say less power to you because that right there is just foolishness straight up foolishness i'm sorry that no, I, no, no, it, 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 your truth is 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 really just to the point where I'm like, nah, bro, ain't no fucking way, boy, ain't no way, boy, like, nah. That's a different level of a freak. Um, 
I, I'm a uh, guest I, and, and everybody on the podcast. I'm going to say the joke that I had in my mind for off air because we got to move on. It just, let's just know I'm censoring myself and where my brain went. Good. All right. So moving past that, moving from one unfortunate situation to another. So um, people, I, I know that some of us on this podcast are team iPhone. Some of us are Android. But um, this is one of those times where um, Team iPhone, we got to hold this L just a little bit. Um, Mr. Smith, can you go ahead and get ready to play this audio clip? Sent to as many as 200 students. Now an investigation involving a teacher at Ginn Academy. Cleveland police confirmed the case involves, quote, an inappropriate video on a teacher's phone. But multiple sources say it involves some kind of sex tape. We caught up with Ken Trump a Cleveland parent who also runs a national school security consulting firm. As a parent, it's appalling. It makes you just feel that you have a punch in the gut, especially when you're an authority figure and a role model around children. What can you tell us from the union's point of view about what's going on? We also reached out to the teachers union. I can't comment on a specific case. I can say that we do have contractual processes in place to protect students and the district and our members when there are uh, cases of accusations being made against a member. A report on the matter was filed here at Cleveland's 5th District Police Headquarters. We are told the detectives in the sex crime unit are now investigating the case. At the heart of this, how did that video get sent out and how did it end up in the hands of so many students? An initial police summary mentioned a function many of you have on your smartphones. With just one tap, you can send a video to one person or a lot of people. The Cleveland Metropolitan School District issued a statement saying, in part, the teacher has been removed from the building and is not working with students pending the outcome of an investigation. The school named after Ted Ginn, a man who spent decades coaching and working with inner city kids. He didn't want to comment. The I-team has filed for records to find out more Ken Trump wants to know too. It doesn't matter how the video was shared. The video shouldn't have been there and accessible to kids in any form in the first place. Uh, go ahead, Coach Scientist. I know you have some thoughts. So first off, whatever the man touched on his phone was a picture of a house for the app. When he said, oh, you just hit on this and it gets shared. Mm -hmm. to everybody and I was confused on what phone and what app that is and then when they finally showed what it was it made more sense but I'm just saying what he showed and what it really was was two different things secondly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. somebody else go okay um uh let's go ahead uh Quincy airdrop me that pussy if it's cool Hey, <laughs> and bleep, bleep, bleep that too. I'm sorry, Mr. Smith. There's a lot of bleeps. If we got to cut the segment, we'll just do the, the rest of the topic here. Yeah, I just, I got one thing to say. Browns already lost the Super Bowl. I don't really think Cleveland needed another L in the month of February. That's all I'm saying. Duh. Go ahead, go ahead, kid. It don't uh, matter. If you didn't make it to the Super Bowl, you lost it. <laughs> Patriots lost it. Panthers lost it. Ravens lost it. Point taken. Um, I was like, like, how are we catching straight bulls off of something happening in Cleveland? Like, yo. Uh, look, all I'm going to say is Ohio's been taking L's recently. 
on my timeline and just in general. So, um, yeah, especially after that lackluster All-Star weekend. So, <clears throat> so yeah, Ohio, I, I don't know what to say about this particular incident. Just white people being white peopling again. And I'm not going to get too deep into the subject. Just, y'all, oh, my goodness, when, when it comes to this, this is times like this where I'm glad that I'm team Android and I don't have the airdrop function. Amen. Uh, you know, that the, the the Galaxy Beam, I still do have it. That means I can just share it with one person and not multiple people who are connected to the same network. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be off that team. So, uh, y'all, can, y'all, team iPhone can hold that L. I'm, 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 I'm willing to hold that L. Um, Mrs. Smith, go ahead, and I have my thoughts. So, the thing is, there's a couple pieces that if you were to look at it from the title perspective, you would automatically assume like the worst. Number one, they said that the video was on the teacher's phone, right? But they never said, and they said it was a sex act, but they never said it's with the student. So we can go ahead and rule that out. It's a clean, it's a video of her with somebody of age, allegedly, because they didn't, they didn't say with a minor. So thank God for that. But number two, the biggest thing, there's some steps to airdrop someone's video into another person's phone, right? You don't just go to the phone. First of all, you're going to unlock the phone. You got to find the video. Then you got to send it out. Now, it went to 200 students, right? If it went to 200 students, how did she have their phone numbers? She did it. My theory is some kid walked up there, unlocked the phone and was being nosy, found the video and said, oh, shit, Miss So-and-so be throwing that ass back. Let me go ahead and airdrop that thing to everybody and sent it to all the friends. So the dude at the end that said, it doesn't matter how the video was sent out or whatever, it should have been on there. Sir, she is a grown woman who is doing grown woman things in the privacy of her home and recorded. I don't really see the problem. The only problem is some nosy student probably took the phone and airdropped it to his friends and now it got out. But if you take that that piece out of it, I'm sure this story don't even touch the light of day. Yeah, I have the same theory as you. That 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 was where my thoughts initially went with like when I was talking to Mr. Smith and our pre-show about this. One thing I will say though, just a minor note, um, when they talked about taking the the academy that was named after him, um, one thing I want to make sure is clear. When they said um, Tegan didn't have to come, I'm like, you're damn right. <laughs> it's like, why are, you, why are you putting my name in this? It's already bad enough my name on the school. Yeah. What, was the, what was the purpose? But, and then, yeah, what was the purpose of bringing him in? They, the they wanted to in? loop in a black man. Yeah, that's really much what it was. Because they named the school after him, they were like, oh, well, this is the school that is named after you. We want to know your actual thoughts. And he's like, Dude, I'm trying to coach football right now. Move on. Move, move around here. I'm, out saying, I'm trying to give back to my community. You better go somewhere. Um, Nurse Joy, did you have thoughts? So question. I thought with the, the airdrop, you don't even need um, phone numbers. Because some random kid, when I went to Disney World, he was dropping pictures of anime to me. And I didn't even know where it was coming from. Nope. You just have to be in close vicinity of another iPhone to airdrop. You don't need the phone number. And then... Who so you're saying are you saying that the little kid picked up the phone and then he approved it all because you get notified? Because if she if that would be the case, she would have came to authorities immediately and said, Oh crap, this happened. But she yeah. right, but she didn't know until authorities was like, This video is out and we don't know how if she don't know how it got out, 
Now, granted, I'm I'm gonna make sure I give it fair game on both sides. She could be lying. She could be lying and say, "Oh, I don't know how I got out. I don't know how that second shooter was on the grassy knoll. I don't know how this bloody glove got onto the staircase. I don't know." But in this case, I'm gonna believe her right now and say that she probably don't know. And somebody airdropped it. Was like, "Hey, y'all, all y'all turn y'all airdrops on. I'm gonna say y'all something right quick. <laughs> Click." <laughs> Yeah, she probably thought she could pull OJ real quick. No, she knew. Wait. Oh, yeah. Don't you, my sis, because the whole time I was thinking, that wasn't me in the white truck. I mean, the white van. I was see y'all went that route. I was thinking Bill Clinton. I did not have sexual <laughs> relations with that woman. Um, Listeners. Not that there's, I think, there's a problem that I'm the most tame on this episode. Well, first off, it's not that I think that she is lying. But if she is, that's where my mind went. Fair enough. Yeah. Just this yeah. is just this just a lot going on right did here. Your, I'm sorry, this is totally off topic. Did your uh, uh, did your water bottle just light up? Man, we are professional. I know, guys. It was real cool, guys. <coughs> Listeners, like, you are amused by pretty lights. It was a cool water bottle. I like water bottles. I want to see the light up water bottle. We are doing a podcast. <laughs> I, just, I, I said, said I said. I, I said real quick, and then uh-huh. we're going back. But you have your friend on the podcast. You know she's going to say something. I'm, I try. I, Moving I, I, on. I, I, I try to move forward. I say and ground we rules. Moving. We are moving forward. You're making it go longer. <laughs> insert, oh. <laughs> insert, we'll be right back to music right here. Exactly. <laughs> Elevator music. Yeah. <laughs> so... Now that we're back on track with everything, uh, we're actually going to do our Black Business Highlight. And this week, we would like to highlight King's Peppers, which is a which is a vegan and Black-owned uh, pepper and seasoning company. Um, they actually developed things such as an African taco kit with all vegan products, which is really dope. Um, it is owned by the owned by a Black woman named Gail. I want to say if I'm saying the correct, Gail Jennings. Um, their information is at African Taco Queen on social media. And then with, no, it will not. And their website is kingspeppers.com. And I actually had a chance to sit down and t- actually talk with the owner of this business um, where she has a really dope, interesting story. And she, on top of actually having this business and seizing all this other stuff, she actually did um, a lot of, photo, uh, I forget, editing work that she did for like a lot of movies actually she actually did editing and moving for movies such as poetic justice uh, malcolm x and in addition to her um her food business she actually had she had jewelry that actually had um old school polaroids or film part i forget the term for it, like the film reel of scenes from the movies that she actually developed as well so definitely check it out if you are in looking for vegan options Again, her information is at African Taco Queen on social media and www.kingspepper.com as well. So definitely check them out. They are located in Durham, North Carolina. With that being said, guys, we're actually going to make a hard change. That's to get into our um, topic for this week. You saw it in the title. We 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 come with the music. We back in March. We got the um, March Madness um, brackets again. They were a hit last year, so this year we wanted to start off because the time at this is coming out, it is the week of National Women's Day. Am I correct in that? International Women's Day. International Women's Day. So with that being said, we figured that we start off a bracket with 
um, all female MCs slash rappers. Yes, culture scientists, you came up with the idea. I'll give you your credit. So in this bracket, we're actually going to be basing it off of a few different criteria. It's a 16 uh, rapper uh, bracket. On top of that, we actually have we have the criteria is lyrics, lyricism. I apologize if I can't speak right now. Hits, overall stardom, and classic discography. Basically talking about their entire body of work. Now, there, I, I'm glad that we have a member of the Chaotic Culture Podcast because they actually do phenomenal breakdowns of all the discography of a lot of different artists. Shout out to them. Um, definitely check out, um, we'll make sure we plug some of those episodes in our show notes to make sure that you guys can listen to their discussions because they are music heads to the fullest. We we dabble in these streets, but they are fully into it. They get into all the shits with it. Um, but I'm going to first break down the initial bracket, and then we'll go through each matchup. Some of these matchups will be really quick. Some of them we may have discussion. All I'm going to say is that in order to determine who we think wins or who should advance, I'm going to say one, two, three, or I'm actually, no matter of fact, I'm going to go through each person. You're going to give me your vote, okay? That's probably how we're going to do it. Just keep it simple. Yes, it's going to be that way, Nishoy. This is, this is a BK. You can't have it your way. Uh, Mr. Smith, go ahead. And I just want to make sure for all the people that's in listeners, you can get into it too. Uh, we will only give explanations if it's needed, if it's like a close vote and we have to discuss like, why did you vote for the person? But most likely we're just going to say one, two, three. And I mean, he's going to ask the person, just going to give their answer. And if it's close, then we'll figure out what the difference is between the two. If we can come to a consensus. Thank you for that, Mr. Smith. So with all that being said, the brackets are like this. I say this now, and we say this every time we do a bracket. The brackets are randomized. We do not have, we're not stacking the deck. We're not playing spades with some old heads. We are not stacking the deck. This is literally what was randomized in the 16 rapper bracket. So the first matchup is Missy Elliott versus DeBrat. Then we have Big Lotto versus Eve. Then we have City Girls versus Cardi B. MC Light versus Queen Latifah, Rhapsody versus Meg Thee Stallion, Chica versus Lil' Kim, Nicki Minaj versus someone else here, because I'm, I'm a butcher the name. Saweetie. Saweetie. Thank you. Thank you. Um, as well as Remy Ma versus Trina. So I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a open it up to the floor to, to our guests. Which end of the bracket would you like to go with first? I, I don't know about y'all, but I'm, I want to go top to bottom. Top to the bottom? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So first matchup we have is Missy Elliott versus DeBrat. Um, uh, Kid the Pro, do you have your vote? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. What is it? Missy Elliott. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mr. Smith? Missy Elliott. Okay. Uh, Culture Scientist? Missy Elliott. Okay. Uh, Queen C? my girl from VA, Missy. Okay, yeah, yep. Yeah. There's Joy. I'm going to say DeBrat, because what do you like? A whole lot of poor family when you get it started. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I knew he was, and I just knew she was going to say that, too. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Missy Elliott. Was I love DeBrat, but... But shout Brat, out to DeBrat. Um, congrats on her nuptial, her recent nuptials. Um, her and her life partner, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Next, we have Big Lotto, aka Big Muffy from Author, 
versus Eve with the paw prints, like Blue's Clues. Horrible. <laughs> um, so, so we I'm just start, got preschool versus time. Nurse Joy, Big Lotto, or Eve? Eve. Okay. How about that? We was going to have, have a conversation. Uh, Queen C? Eve's that girl. Listeners, you got to see the code of scientists right now. <laughs> All right, Mrs. Smith. Oh, it's got to be Eve. Okay. Uh, Kid the Pro. EVE. I'm going to go with Eve too and her paw prints. All right. <laughs> Next, we have City Girls versus Cardi B. Um, Kid the Pro, what you got? I'm going to go with Cardi B on this one. Hmm. How about I say, uh, Mrs. Smith? Oh, this is tough. I'm gonna have to go Cardi. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go Cardi on this one. Okay. Um, why you say you say sorry? I, I would like a little bit of an explanation. Because you know, City Girls have a lot of singles, uh -huh. and then they have one good album, and then it's almost similar to Cardi, who also has one solid album but a lot of singles. So it's almost evenly matched up in a way, but uh, Cardi edges them out. You know, if it has to come to a, to an explanation, I'll give it later. But Cardi edges them out. Okay. Uh, for me, it comes to impact. Uh, granted, as, as uh, Mr. Smith said, like they're both almost even in their discography with, I guess, City Girls, like maybe having one more album than Cardi that's like out publicly. However, when it just comes to everything that Cardi has done with that one simple album that she dropped, it, it's, it's really just like, I, I got to give it to Cardi. Mm, I agree. Quincy? Uh, Cardi, because Young Miami rap off beat. <laughs> we know how you feel about it. It is very documented. Queen C's disdain for Young Miami. We, I, it's not like I, it's not that I dislike her. I just, if the beat is slow to your rap pace and you still can't catch it, that's what I got a problem with. Carisha was not meant to be a rapper. <laughs> Uh, Nurse Joy, she's meant to be on Diddy's arm as a little side piece and stay cute. Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> wow, that's not a person. I'm gonna go with Cardi. Listen, okay. the shock on the culture scientist's face right now. It was, just, it was just not expecting that. Like, like, damn, I didn't know it got dark out here that late. But on a very serious note, though, I gotta go. Um, I I agree with both um, Mr. Smith and KJ because. Cardi made a bigger impact, very much, mm. a stronger impact with just one album or all those singles. And she's done things with it. And that's what I like. I about to say, I will say for me, I'm going to go with Cardi because ultimately, in my eyes, and this is just me, City Girl's biggest song is only big because Cardi B's on it. Ooh, touche. Mm. I didn't even think about you. Right. These are That's why I'm like, if you really think about it, you look at one of their top songs of all time, has Cardi on it. And she yeah. has the hardest verse on that song. She does. She does. Her, right. then JT, then Carisha. God. All right. They sure Miami and I came to get my stacks up. Oh my God. All right. Next we have Queen Latifah versus MC Light. The Battle of the Old Heads. Um, I'm going to go ahead and reverse it again. Uh, Nurse Joy, who you got? Uh, MC Light. I ain't never really listened to Queen Latifah's Christmas albums. Don't be hitting me. And I saw her concert 
Sorry, Queen. Your movies and shows are great. Living single, but yeah, keep it. Uh, I'm gonna go yeah. MC. I, I feel like we're about to have a discussion. Um, um, Queen C. You and I, T Y. I'm going to Queen. Uh, uh, Mrs. Smith. I have to agree with Queen C. I have to go Queen Latifah for the same exact uh, reason we gave last time. Queen Latifah had a bigger impact and everything that she did outside of unity with living single and all that MC light is, is for the culture. Like don't, will not take anything away from her, but Queen Latifah is for the culture. Ah, uh, kid the pro. Um, but I am going to say Queen Latifah based solely again off impact. Um, and also versatility because Queen Latifah could not only rap, but she could also sing. Mm-hmm. And granted, I love MC Light. I love Georgie. Um, uh, I love some of the other songs that she's dropped, like Roughneck. Um, those are like hip hop classics to me. But when you look at Queen Latifah's body of work from her first album, All Hail the Queen, all the way down, um, the, the, the collabs that she had with De La Soul in the beginning, what she's done outside of the hip hop game. It's 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 really it's down to Queen Latifah at this point, and I love MC Light, but I, I gotta give it to Queen. So I'm gonna speak on behalf of myself and the culture scientists. We're gonna go with Queen Latifah. What I'm going to say is, um, it's a problem when a generation of people only know MC Light because she hosts the BET Awards. Yeah. Yes. Like, if you ask a person who is MC Light, oh, you talking about the chick that talks over on the BET Awards? That's unfortunately, they're miseducated. Shout out to Lauren Hill. She didn't quite make it on the bracket for other reasons. Um, but yeah. She was late. Damn it, you took my joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're actually going to move on to the next match. We have Rhapsody versus Meg Thee Stallion. Uh, I, do, do we really need to do this? Uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to leave you alone right now. I'm going to come back to you. Uh, Nurse Joy again, which one are you picking? Meg. Without a question. Okay, the stallion. Um, Coach of Scientists, Rhapsody or Meg the Stallion? Stallion. We, we got the stable in the back. Okay, Mr. Smith. Meg the Stallion. Um, huh? I'm gonna go with Meg because even though she has a lot of hits, I, there's something when she be rapping, rapping, she be rapping. All right, now my music hit, Kid the Pro. Go ahead, talk your piece, because I know you you seem deep in thought. I hate this matchup so much. <laughs> I, I really do. Um, and I know it's randomized, but I just hate this because the obvious answer for most people is going to be Meg. Um, I'm going to vote Rhapsody just because I know that Rhapsody lyrically would uh, pretty much, I'm not going to say she's going to body Meg, but she would damn sure beat her. Um, just because of her lyrical content and the stuff that she talks about is some really deep shit. And the, the last album that Rhapsody dropped was, in my opinion, album of the year that nobody ever talks about. Um, if I could just pull it up real quick. Uh, it, it just, and the fact that it was named after, uh, oh goodness, that's not it. That is not what I'm looking for. Uh, Eve was the name of the last like actual album. And Eve was such a dope, dope album. But uh, the, the obvious answer is going to be Meg Thee Stallion, but my vote is going to go to Rhapsody just because I know, like, based on the quality of music that Rhapsody drops, in my opinion, I would prefer that over Meg. But 
Meg always, of course, Meg has to start on power, power. So I can't really, I can't argue to that point. And I appreciate that, man. And, and that was really honestly why I want to put it in there because although I had to go with Meg, I want to acknowledge very, because we talked about one of the, uh, uh, the criteria is lyricism. And she's one of the best lyricists as a female rapper that I'm aware of. Mr. Yes. Smith? Yeah, I just wanted to make sure, Queen C, what was your vote for this as well? I mean, it's Megan the Stallion, but dang. My apologies. <laughs> I missed that. That's on me. I apologize. You couldn't see me on my step stool? No, I got to get a bigger one. All right. Uh-huh. So we have, next we have, I, I'm going to go ahead and say this for everybody. We're just going to go ahead and put Lil' Kim on for the next <laughs> round. I'm sick. Um, hey, Chica's a dope lyricist, but no, it's, it's Lil' Kim. It's Lil' Kim. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, hold not. on. We had to do this for um, other shows and other things for other brackets. Are we just going to keep this OG Lil' Kim? Or are we talking about Lil' Kim right now? Oh, you got to go all of it. You have to go all of it. Entire body, bro. Entire body. Because mm-hmm. I was like, mm, you can't really count Kim right now. It, it's not. It has nothing to do with the music. It has everything else. She got yeah, the yeah. Um, semi-social treatment. <laughs> she looked like a lion. I know. Moving on. Moving on. We're not right. doing this, little Kim. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Respect to one of the OGs. Right. All right. Nicki Minaj versus um... Saweetie. Thank you. Well, right. if you don't move Megan, Nicki Minaj up, bro. I'm about to say, yeah. <laughs> you're going to go ahead and sweep Saweetie out, out, out this bracket. Yeah, Nicki Minaj said, three, two shots, got a bitch getting get out. Ooh. <laughs> hey, it's a bar. It's a bar. Anywho. All right. And lastly, we got Remy Ma versus Trina. This one mm. is tough for me. For mm. That is a class of coaches. Does anybody have their vote? I got mine. All right, Mrs. Smith? Only because of the classics and the features that she has. I got to go Trina. Mainly because of what she did with Trick Daddy. That shit was fire. So I, I got to go treat on this one. It's hard. It is hard, though. But I got to go treat it. Uh, mm, mm. I, I, I mean, I if think... you think about it, they're similar mm-hmm. in a way. It's it's New York, Miami, but they both came from big sets. They both had a big time rapper that they that they came up with it. This is probably the best matchup. I'm going to have to go with Trina. Just because when she is in her bag, both lyrically and like the hits, like for me, my appreciation for Remy Ma has come in recent years. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, she had the what was the, uh, um what was the girl from Junior Unit that only had maybe song hooks? Oh, um, Olivia. And the not and not to be a disrespectful way, that's how I looked at Remy Ma for quite for a bit. Because she would be fired when she's on the song, but nothing stood out to me about her actual music. Mrs. Smith? So, Remy Ma, if you're listening to this, please do not come after us. I don't want to get shot for Brother X's you know, thoughts. Just want to put that out there. Please and thank you. Because he's the one that had the nerve dacity to say it. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of a better analogy. If, if she got to come at me, uh, she's punching down out of her weight class. So, I'll be okay. And she ain't punching. She gonna be shooting. Screw that. No, no, no. She ain't gonna be shooting. Um, Pat Poo's gonna ride a diss track. No, she will shoot, and she won't think twice about it. She shot right. her best friend. You think she won't shoot you? No. We gonna move on. All right, uh, coach scientist. I mean, love and respect to Remy Ma. 
but I think I'm going to go with Trina. Like, I love me some Remy, but I I have, when I got older, I appreciated Remy Ma, and Trina is more, I'm picking Trina for me more nostalgically. Okay. That's just for that. Um, Nurse Joy? Trina? I mean, I don't really, I mean, Remy Ma straight. I support her and Papoose, but yeah, I know more about Trina than Remy, so yeah uh, okay uh kid the pro you got you, you you got feelings on this um i'm gonna say trina because remy ma's prison bid really hurt her yeah i think That's That's if she did not go to prison and and whatnot she would have been able to put out more albums and i think i would have put her over trina at, at some point but because she was in a, doing a bid it's like your body of work doesn't stack up to, to trina's unfortunately um and you know both of them you know can really go but when it comes down to it it when it comes down to body of work is trina mm, that's fair all right so we 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 in we in the second round now um queen c yes i'm sorry i keep looking over you wow. i'm clearly right here wow i, am I keep right. looking past you is what i'm sorry i'm gonna have to make a drive down 85 it's okay um <laughs> But um, I'm, I'm going to go with Trina for the same reason KJ said. But I have to say, conceited from Remy Ma, that's still my jam. That's fair. Yeah. Facts. That, 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 that was a bad. All right. So we're going to move on to the second round. And I, I think it's fair to go start from the bottom this time, mm-hmm. since we're already just talking about them. So the, next, the second round matchup is Nicki Minaj versus Trina. And I'm gonna start with Queen C, so I don't miss her this time. Queen C, who? What is your vote? Ooh, now this is definitely a good matchup because they rap about similar topics. If I'm doing it based off the criteria, overall body of work, lyricism, even though she's fallen off in recent years, I'm gonna give it to Nikki. Okay. Because when Nikki came out, oh. fair, fair, fair. Um, anyone else? Um, just so we get it for time's sake, yeah, Miss Smith. I'm agree. Nicki Minaj discography has fallen off in recent, but her best albums match up pretty well with Trina. But where she beats Trina is her overall impact and the fact that she had the hardest verse on Monster against a prime Kanye West, Jay Z. And an up-and-coming Rick Ross. Well, he was up-and-coming. He was pretty much there, but Rick Ross. And the fact that she had the hardest verse out of all of them, yeah, she edges it out on this one. Anyone else um, feel differently or have the same, any different thoughts or they want to share? Because I feel like this is pretty, pretty clear. Yeah, I think, I think Nikki is going to take this round. I agree. Now, I will say this. And we talking about nastier rappers that be about the business. Trina. Trina, oh, all oh, that. Oh, yeah. Trina, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> How about I say, talk about gym jams? <laughs> Holla parties? Oh, yeah. 12 to 2. Hey. Mm-hmm. Hey, it happened there too. You might. Shoot. Hey, as soon as look coming. back at it, come on. You like, oh, well. <laughs> you know I see every girl queue up. Get ready, Jeff. <laughs> they hike up their skirt. They get their knees right. Yeah. All right. But shout out to Trina. All right, next we have Megan Stallion versus Little Kim. Mrs. Smith. Little Kim has a, is a great role model for everybody, but I feel like after Biggie went down or after Biggie passed away, may he rest in peace, her trajectory kind of peeled off after um, 
I forget the album. I forget the the first album right after he passed was like her best one, and after that, it just went downhill. Whereas Meg, number one, she write. You could tell she writes her stuff, and number two, when she rap, you feel that shit. Like you can see, like, oh, you really nasty in the bedroom. Like you, you really think your shit. So, for overall impact and the fact that she has more to go, and the fact that she's hit more. Um, uh, companies and businesses and, and impacted more things than I'm gonna have to go Meg Thee Stallion. Mm, okay. Coach Sizes? I'm gonna go with Meg Thee Stallion mainly because I can see kind of like what Mr. Smith just said. I see where she's going. And the fact like, mm. like again, Lil' Kim, I love her. But at the same time, I think like he's like, yeah, I think Meg Thee Stallion still has time to go mm-hmm. and she pl- i think she plans on building an empire like rihanna okay i can see that i would say with meg the stallion see i i guess i'm torn because if we're talking about impact like there there is no meg the stallion without little kim agreed agreed or Nicki minaj I, I have to make sure that is a point that is clearly set before i i go the route that i'm going mm-hmm. um but to me I feel like if we're talking about like if you for all of our video game players, if you've ever created a character and you max out the stats of that person and that's as great as they're ever going to be, I feel like Little Kim maxed out in her prime, and mm-hmm. her max is where Meg is right now, mm-hmm. and Meg has the potential to skyrocket. Now, granted, that is a really hard thing to put a lot of build off of just potential and potential growth and where she can go but how often right now you're going to hear megan song megan or meg is one of the most hottest rappers or hottest artists overall right now people look like people notice when her song came out who just graduated shout out to uh texas southern university tsu right yeah so like that's that alone just was like, oh, look, you can do it. Look, I'm doing it while I'm doing it. And it wasn't in music. That's true. It wasn't in what you expected her to get it in. I was about mm-hmm. to say, I would say she, I think a part of what hurts Lil' Kim in this argument is the fact of the time in which she came up in. Because, unfortunately, a lot of these female rappers didn't get the credit that they deserve in their time. Now, people recognize Lil' Kim as the OG now. But I still remember um, the Notorious movie where she was rapping, rapping. Mm-hmm. And Biggie, to his credit, God rest his soul, was talking about like, want to hear women rap some nasty shit. Well, she did well, but she could have been a totally different artist if she didn't have to go that route for her to be relevant. Mr. Smith? But I will state that I'll make sure that I'm very clear on Little Kim. If it wasn't for the fact that Biggie passing away, she probably would be a lot bigger than what she ended up being. Because... She was getting ready to hit that pinnacle, but because everybody know that was she, Biggie was like her number one, and if you lose your number one, you, your brain just goes all over the place. You don't know what to do. So you know, I, I will credit her albums. You know, and I remember what it is now: Hardcore, and um, I think it was one more, um, the Notorious K.I.M. Because I remember the uh, Nobody What People Say. But you know, like I said, if it wasn't for that, she probably would have been bigger. But like you said, where her top is, is where Meg is right now with room to grow. And she still is producing. I'm, I am yet to see Meg take a dip yet. 
and she's released mixtapes on top of two, I think, yeah, two albums. And it's still growing. Like I, I, I see progression. Like the same exact way you said people are looking for a Meg, a Meg feature or a Meg song is the same exact way I saw people looking for a Little Wayne song back in 2006, 2007. They're like, oh, Meg is playing. Turn it up. Let's go. That, so that is a strong statement. Uh, I, I, that's fair. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, just real quick, uh, get a pro. Did you have anything else you wanted to add on, or I? If, did um, you have a differing opinion? I definitely have the differing opinion here. Um, I do agree with everyone else as far as Meg the Stallion's um, ceiling and her potential. Um, and, and that and this is no shade to Meg because Meg is like truly, truly a phenomenal rapper and a phenomenal hip hop artist. And I'd see where the potential is, but I just think that if we're putting it up against Lil Kim's entire body of work now, granted, yes, after um hardcore and the notorious KIM and even after LaBelle Mafia, uh Lil Kim kind of fell off after her third album. But still when you put it together all that Lil Kim has done, um I, I'm still going to say Lil Kim, uh just solely off of as we said, the influence, uh basically, um that and it's kind of a it is not this is it's a nostalgia take. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, um, that's no shade to Meg. Again, I do see the potential. And maybe if, if we were doing this like a couple of years, I would have said Meg, depending on where her stardom has reached. Um, mm-hmm. But and I do see that her stardom is going to be a lot bigger than Lil Kim's. But just going purely off of body of work and lyricism, it's really kind of uh, hard because lyricism, they're almost dead, even in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but just just based off the fact that Lil Album Lil' Kim, excuse me, has sold like almost 15 million albums throughout her entire body of work. It's kind of hard to compete with that when, uh, unfortunately, Meg has only had one album, not including her mixtapes. So um, I, that's just the only, that's just how, where I'm going. But mm-hmm. again, you know, I, I'm not saying that I'm disappointed if Meg moves on because obviously Meg is such a superstar. But, and also I kind of want to see the, the the Lil' Kim and Nicki Minaj matchup, but... <laughs> <laughs> But, 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 you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to vote for Lil' Kim in, in this regard, but, you know, if Meg makes it, Meg makes it. Okay. So now we got a quick rundown. Um, just say your vote real quick, just to make sure that we're all good. So everybody, Coach of Scientists. Okay. All right, we got one for Meg. Nurse Joy? Two for Meg. All right, Queen C? Uh, I'm going to go with Kim. Okay, we got two for Kim, uh, two for Meg. Mrs. Smith? Ooh, I get to be a tiebreaker? Meg. All right, so that's three. Shit. Uh, oh, that's three. Yeah. Wait, it's three for Kim? Yeah, no, it's three. He it's, said Kim. You said Kim. Queen C said Kim. Nurse Joy said Meg. Coach Scientist said. There's three Meg, and then there's two. You are the person. It's, it's tied. <laughs> if you choose, it'll be, t- if you choose matching, it'll be tied. Mm. God, you win. Uh, I, base, I, I, going up based on my argument, I don't feel I've already gotten I already got Remy Ma coming after me. Might as well get, get all of New York after me. Go ahead and put Meg the Stallion out there. <laughs> I, might say, I, really, I might as well go ahead and start my villain arc. Um, listen, <laughs> you, um, New Yorkers out there, um, I have love and respect for you. Do not come after the woman side of this relationship. I I, <laughs> I promise you, I will take it. I, I will wear the black hat. I will be the villain if okay. I have to be. Okay, New Yorkers. Okay. All right. Um, next we got. Cardi B versus Queen Latifah. 
Hmm. Cardi, next. Whoa, whoa,
she had that level of confidence and for her she did it without having to go what was the proven route for female rap artists at that time because unfortunately a lot of female rap artists even to this day have to sell sex in order to be considered a relevant artist that's why you see Rhapsody not moving on. That's why you see Chica and other, um, no, you have no name, but other phenomenal rap artists that don't get that because they choose not to go that route. But again, that's me. The floor is yours, Nurse Joy. Okay, first of all, I don't, I don't think I have to be a hip hop head, rap head, whatever you want to call it, because even though Cardi does only have one album, I feel like with them two going against each other, they're in two completely brackets, first of all, because Queen Latifah, yeah, she needs to be with, she needs to be with MC Light, she needs to be with Lil' Kim, she needs to be with Salt and Pepper, all of them. I think her and Cardi, like, this is kind of an unfair advantage. Cardi does, Cardi does have lyrics, and although she may just have one album, I mean, she still stays pretty relevant, not just with the hip-hop culture, but with making changes because she does have a voice. I mean, who would think that any celebrity would care too much about, okay, the whole thing that, the whole issue that she had with that um, gossip columnist? throwing her name under the bus. Celebrities get their name thrown under the, under the bus all the time, but Cardi actually took advantage of that. She said, you know what? This bitch ain't about to call me out of my name no more. I'm about to step up for myself and do everything I need to take to get that taken care of. Cardi is a woman of her word. And she has the ass shaking. She has the lyric. She has the one album. But at the end of the day, I feel like that's what makes her a phenomenal rapper. She gets the, the guest appearances to everything, TV and all. So... I don't know. Like, Queen, I respect her, but yeah, I feel like Cardi it, it's just... It's fair, did. and I mean, you are allowed to share your two cents. Uh, Queen C, you, you look very distraught over there. Like, you going through it. <laughs> like, you seen your parents, you seen people fight in front of you, it's like, why can't we just all get along? That's basically how I'm feeling. Why can't we be friends? <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I, I see everybody's point on this one honestly I think the most relevant point is what nurse Joyce said which is basically this is two very different MCs in two very different ears it's like comparing apples and oranges honestly because yeah Cardi got bops I love Cardi I'll rap a Cardi song all day every day but Queen Latifah feeds my soul it's, it's a huge difference. It's a difference in the impact. Party music, hype music, ass shaking music versus something that, you know, this woman poured her heart and herself into to show Black people in a different light. Because yes, she has unity, but a lot of people forget she also has Ladies First. And that's a bop in and of itself. That's the song you can dance to and jam to, and it still has a message. So I don't really, I'm actually gonna, gonna take my vote and, and shove it in my back pocket because I can't choose between the two. All right. You so no contest. We, no contest. <laughs> I agree. This is, this is a very weird matchup. Um, and if I wanted to, I would just say, let's pick Cardi. Because if you look at how the bracket is headed, you can try to match it up. So it's nicer. But if you also look, the next two also can be lined up. However, I'm just going to pick Queen. And because of I grew up organizing my mom's CDs, 
and Queen Latifah was one of the first rappers that I was able to listen to. And it was, I think, overall, again, they they rap about different things. So this is really not an equal one, but I'm just going to pick Queen. Well, I mean, I think that's fair. So I think we're going to move so Queen fair. Latifah forward. Um, and I will say, again, listeners, if you feel as conflicted as this conversation was, please remember this was a randomized matchup. And you know who we have to blame for this? Young Miami, if she rapped on beat. It's your Miami, and I came to get my stacks up. <laughs> so if you want to blame somebody, blame Young Miami. I can answer this one real fast. Oh, no. Um, Missy Elliott versus Eve. Missy Elliott. Elliott. Missy Elliott, yeah. everybody. Missy Elliott. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. All right, so we got we're gonna have to speak no? to Z. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Go back. Go back. Go back. Wait, 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 wait. Is wait. there a no? Wait. I, did I hear a no? Yes, I said no. You yes. are an agent of chaos. You are the Russian judge. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We can't across we the board. Right to move forward without people to say we, we will give you your. We will give you your stand. We we not gonna we not gonna throw the tomatoes. Go ahead. I want to know why. Yes, I would like to know why. I don't even want to do it no more. I don't even want to do it. My vote right, don't we're gonna move on it. Okay. Miss Young <laughs> versus and we have Meg Sound versus Nick Minaj. So you have two old school versus two technically new school. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go with Missy Ellen versus Queen Latifah first because we it's fresh on the mind. I'm gonna say it right now. I hate to be that person in, in, in it's blasphemous and I'm not a music head. Missy Elliott by a lot, in my yes. first opinion. Agreed. Look, I love Queen Latifah, but if you were talking about how who revolutionized hip hop and who revolutionized the game as far as visuals and as far as just the sound that came out of Virginia, it's it's no denying, yo. It's it's missing. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't even I could be the I, I, no matter how many times I listen to Queen Latifah, no matter how many times I listen to Missy Ellen, Missy is always going to be, you know, at the top. You can make the argument that Queen has, you know, better lyrics, but when it comes to just songs, when it comes to the sound, when it comes to the visuals, when it comes to the dances, it, it's Missy. I, like, go ahead, Quincy. Yeah, I'm going to say Missy as well, but for me, even though Queen Latifah had like, like he said, she has the lyricism, but what she lacks that Missy has is the versatility. That part. Missy is is a versatile somebody. And this is actually a pretty good matchup because they both rap. They both write their own rhymes. They both can also sing. A lot of the hooks in Missy's songs, she sings them herself. So Give her her props. I mean, I stand her. And she has a, a better overall trajectory versus Queen Latifah. She has more longevity in the actual music industry where Queen Latifah branched out into other um, industries like movie and television. Missy, music is her bread and butter, and you can tell. That's fair. Um, I'm afraid to ask Nurse Joy. You good? I think she's sure. messy. Okay, so that's fair. You're right. I'm sorry. I didn't make sure that I she was good. I think this was one of the most universal ones. I, it was funny that we all were like, okay, 
Who's going to disagree? I will say <laughs> I'll say my arguments for Missy Elliott for the le- for the next round. All right, mm-hmm. so real quick, Meg Thee Stallion versus Nicki Minaj. Hmm. Everybody got real quiet Man. because because it's a weird one, right? It, it, like, very yeah. weird. I'm going with Meg. Yeah, I'm going like, with Meg. You're going with Meg. I'm going with Meg because I feel like it would be a good matchup against Missy. Partially, are you, are you sure? I I am sure. Okay. I can see. I can see mm. how you might say Nikki up against Missy. I can see it, mm. but I'm gonna go with Meg. Okay. Uh, anyone else have any thoughts on this matchup? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna let I'm gonna let KJ go first. I gotta think about this one. Um. So uh, I I just wanted to just say all all the ladies in in the building have said Meg. Is, 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 your, is that what your choice is? Okay. Okay. Um, cool. 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 Want to make sure. This this you is, this is I was gonna yeah. say you looking real quiet like I'm saying Meg for the same thing. I'm saying Meg for the same reason I said Missy over Queen Latifah which for me Meg has more versatility than Nikki. Mm, this this was a tough one man um, because it's, it's very it's a very weird matchup. Uh, you got someone who has established herself as probably one of the most dominant MCs or especially for female hip hop in the last decade. But when you look at where Meg is going and where her trajectory stands, it's just, it's really, it's really hard to kind of compare the two, but I don't, I don't want to, because I know a lot of times I've been going off a feeling and I've been going off nostalgia, but trying to actually match up these two is very weird. Um, because Nikki has the numbers, Nikki has the the international stardom, uh, N- but Nikki has also had the years behind her. But then you look at Meg, and you're just like, "Yo, look at where she's going. She's she's definitely got more versatility. She's definitely, you know, can uh, catch your ear and just, you know, her charisma is also on par with Nikki's as well. It's I'm. You might have to come back to me, man. This was hard. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Mr. Smith? I think I actually have to be the Russian judge on this one, as weird as this is going to sound. Wait, You cannot say that. <laughs> oh, I got to bleep that out? Okay. Um, I, I, you could be the Swedish judge. <laughs> okay. Um, you know what? Nope, never mind. I just, I just got it in my head. I originally was going to say Nicki Minaj based on the fact that she had a better track record with albums, right? But the thing that Nicki Minaj had over Meg was that she was tutelage or she came up under Wayne when Wayne was at the height, right? So she's going to ride that wave a little bit, same as Drake. Not to say that she didn't earn her shit. So I'm not saying that, but a lot of people kicked on to Nicki because of the young money thing, and because Wayne, right before he went to jail, he still had that hot streak, which went to them. Whereas Meg, Meg got it from the gutter on her own. And um, the mixtape that she released in October, something for the hotties, I can play that thing front to back with no skips. And if, when you have something like that, I can't think of a Nicki Minaj album that I can't skip. But I can think of a Meg Thee Stallion, I, I can think of maybe one Meg Thee Stallion album that might have a skip, but that mixtape, I can't skip that. So I'm about to go Meg. Also, uh, Safari wrote for Nikki. Meg writes for herself. I'm just going to say, like, out of all of Nikki's albums, I think 
Pink Friday was one for me that had no skips, but Ro- Pink Friday, Roman Reloaded is an album I tried to avoid at all costs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pink Print was okay. Queen was okay. But yeah, it's just like that one terrible, one terrible album really brought her stock down. So, I mean, if, if the majority votes Meg, I got no problems with it. We might yeah. we might actually catch some hell for that. And I hope the bars don't come after us on social media, but <laughs> wait, hold on. Um, I, I just got one question for the group before we move on. Um, what what state is Nicki Minaj from? Is she from New York? <laughs> New York? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, put make a sound on me. I'm just gonna have all New York now. Just go ahead. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Go ahead, put make a from sound. From New on. York. Yeah, I about to say I am a southern nigga to the fullest. Really? <laughs> Hey, you, it is what it is. We, so we below the so Nixon Dixon line. All right, so this last one. It's such a weird-ass matchup, but I'm here for it. I'm going to be very anti-comactic. I think Miss Yelly Dog Walks make the stallion. I agree. That That's me personally. I, I, I agree. I'm sorry. Meg got some hits, but Missy got hit. As soon as you hear Super Duper Fly, I Can't Hit the Rain, all that, Yo, she she still was releasing stuff from 97 to 2005 and 2005. Like, she could release something right now and this shit would click. So, yeah, I got she it. Has she been. did that she a couple years ago. Last year, it was great. Yeah, so, yeah. I, oh, you know what? Does yeah, anybody right. disagree before we do this? No. Um, I do not. Missy's track record from 97 to 2005 was something remarkable, so. And yeah, she got nasty hits, so. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, go no, downtown to eat it like I, a vulture. I see, I see your face. Go ahead. No, I, I, I want Nurse Joy to speak because, like, oh. we about to finish this and go home and go and go be a family and whatnot. Go ahead, uh, Nurse Joy. Hi. Uh, oh, this is not fair. This shit is not. It's the fair. It's the championship. It's supposed to it not be fair. It is not the championship because you can't say that with Meg. Meg has a relevancy from okay, Missy got '90s and push it forward, but Meg is what. 2070, 18, and now she's still moving forward. She's still doing stuff. So I feel like in my book, it's going to be Meg. But you know what? You got Kid Pro, got got Y'all got to go get me something. Hey, ma'am, ma'am. I'm going to calm down. You got to get You got to put a gun in the house. You got to eat my food. You got to drink my drink. You better be nice to the host. Feel me, though. You feel me? <laughs> wow. All right. There's going to be a lot so, of books this episode. <laughs> it's been a lot. So, needless to say, I think Miss. Really? Really? <laughs> I was, I'm sorry. I was picking Missy. I'm a fault with you. bro. The ultimate betrayal. <laughs> It was, you didn't feel like, I'm going to do this. I don't know that she left. Oh, no, she left. Oh, my Lord, Jesus. And then she, she really me. pulled a sponge, Bob. <laughs> she left the damn All right, I'm going to head out. Yes. All right, I'm going to head out. No, no, I'm sorry. I have to do it. She literally looked at the said, Scar, help me, brother. It said, long live the king. I'll put wow. your <laughs> Because yes. First and foremost, chaos. <laughs> like chaos. There's no <laughs> unity in this. Like I told no U-N-I-T-Y. Like I told Brother X all the time, you cannot always, you don't know what I'm going to say. 
<laughs> this is you know how I, I feel. You, I knew what you gonna say. <laughs> hey, uh, also, I picked Meg because I can see where Meg's gonna go. I can see where Meg's headed to be like Missy, but Missy is still producing music that is still a bop. Yeah. It's not like Missy's not producing music. I like in, but Meg is not there just yet. That's it. And again, we all say this ain't a fair matchup, but it is what it is. Again, it was all randomized. My biggest thing for Missy is very simply her production. When, when like they're doing a versus battle, Missy could do her songs with Timbaland alone. Mm-hmm. And yes. Win. Like yep. very clearly. Ultimately, I think it's just a matter of Meg is the up like for my basketball heads. Meg the Stallion is the OKC Oklahoma City Thunder versus the Miami. Well, it was the Miami Heat final, right? Uh yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 Miami, 20, 20 yeah, the Miami Heat final with Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. You have the established like old head, like, no, I'm running the game, but you got the upstarts like, but I'm coming for you. And for those who don't know, OKC didn't win that championship. So well. for me, I feel like this is a fair bracket, although some would say that it was stacked. Some people may feel some type of way. Um, you can forward all hate mail to um, the uh, email that I'll say in just a little bit. Um, I helped carry Meg all the way through, yo. You, no, I'm I not mean, talking about it, you. I'm talking that, about me. I know it had you that I'm just saying the fact that Meg made it to the final round shows just within the few years she's been in the industry, how much she's impacted it. The fact that in our bracket now, for other people who are listening and may have something different, in our bracket, Meg makes it to the final round purely based off, what, four years of discography? Yeah, four to five. Four Four to five? Yeah, Yeah. Uh, a lot of mixtapes and one album, but just... The fact that mixtapes can get streaming now um, speaks a lot, and it just speaks a lot to her influence because those mixtapes are absolute bops. And yeah. the fact that it, it got to the point where we were pushing Meg over Nikki just says a lot about where Meg is going and how Nikki, you know, was at the pinnacle, but in recent years just hasn't been where she used to be. In, in part because, of course, the talent around her is getting better. Um, but also, you know, we're, we're shining light on more female MCs than we have ever done in the past. And we realize that there's a lot of people out there who may have the same charisma and the same lyricism and the same impact as Nicki Minaj had. Nicki was kind of standing by herself for a while uh, sure. because the spotlight wasn't on any other women. But now that has changed. So ultimately, you know, we, you know, we maybe recency bias, but seeing where Meg's trajectory is, it's like, we can't deny that. Now, again, if the barbs come after us, I do apologize. I'm not saying that Nikki is not one of the best, if not the best, because she definitely is up there, but it is what it is. <laughs> That's fair. And on that note, man, I, I, I think that could be our transparent moment. Just continue to expose yourself to more music. Um, there's rappers that we didn't even bring up that if we had more time, we had to highlight. Um, Shout out to No Name. That's another one that I really wish I could have put on there, but I couldn't Ooh, yeah. put her on and take someone else off just because of the body of work and all that. But um, just take time to expose yourself to some of these artists. If you want to know where some of our arguments came from, 
most, if not all, the music is streamable on different platforms. I believe most, if not all, is on Apple Music, if not Spotify. Mm-hmm. Definitely um, Spotify. If we, yeah, or Spotify. So you can definitely check them out. Um, but first and foremost, listeners, thank you. If you stuck through to the end of this episode, we appreciate you. We went a whole bunch of different places from the beginning to the end. Um, thank you. But if you ever want to let us know or give us your feedback or your thoughts about this or your, your hate mail or your mentions, you can always follow us at the TNT pod one, two, three on Twitter. You can always check us out on truth and transparency pod on Instagram, the truth and transparency podcast on Facebook. And if you want to send me all uh, Nikki's mixtapes and all the New York rappers mixtapes, you can email us at truth and transparency pod one, two, three at gmail.com. Um, for all of our guests, Queen C, Mrs. Smith, uh, Kid the Pro, um, Nurse Joy, who left us, um, the coach of scientists. If this podcast gets no bigger than what it is right now, they are forever grateful. We are forever grateful. I know you guys are forever grateful. And with that being said, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Can't stand the rain. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your primitive is wet and yet. It's your primitive is wet and yet. If you get a big, let me search it. To find out how hard I gotta work yet. It's your primitive is wet and yet. It's your primitive is wet and yet.